On this episode of the Cheat Coders Podcast, we are joined by dance music duo Midnight Pool Party as we discuss their music, story, and their process in creating their songs. We also talk about invisible aliens, headphone sunglasses, and the anti-encryption bill. Now let's start the show. Yo, 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 what's up? This is another episode of the Cheat Coders. My name is Rap, <laughs> and I am here with my usual suspects of suspects. Don Doing Stuff. What's doing? And Nathan Blazin. What's Blazin? <laughs> and this is a special episode. We've been getting a lot of special episodes lately. A lot of special episodes. Because we've been getting beautiful guests in the past, yep. and now we're in the present with yet another marvelous guest. I like that. And they, they are... I can't really hype him up again. <laughs> I'll probably edit that part in. You know, this is going to be a good intro because now we're ready this time yeah. because we did this already before earlier. <laughs> okay, we well, technical difficulties and now we're just restarting. So these guys... got to hype it harder. Right, these right, guys harder. have been killing it in Spotify. Harder, harder. I saw that they dropped their, um, their yearly wrapped up on Spotify and they got about a million views. Ooh. A million listens, no and that is a big deal for nice. us. So yeah, these yeah, guys yeah, yeah. are the midnight deal. pool party. Bow, 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 bow. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. It, so, yeah, um, yeah, we're really excited. We wanted to, um, you know, talk to you guys about your latest signal, sing, single, <laughs> signal, um, <laughs> your latest single. Talk about your process and and just talk shit with you guys because that's what we do on the Cheat Coders podcast. But first, I think what we'll get into is we'll get into the news. All right. So the first article reads: <laughs> Aliens may have travelled to Earth already without us noticing. I've heard so, this one before. <laughs> so you guys heard of this? You guys heard of this? Yeah, one? I have. I have. I don't know, let's so apparently, it. these aliens <laughs> have been on Earth already, but it it they came to a form that we can't see on the naked eye. So we can only see carbon, carbon-based forms, but they are not carbon-based, so they're kind of invisible. It kind of gets to the theory that maybe we haven't seen or experienced the supernatural, but it's extraterrestrial. So what's your thoughts on that? So they're methane-based. Like invisible. I believe in aliens is what I was saying before. Um, before what? <laughs> there, was, <laughs> there was a period in my life sometime last year when I would watch YouTube videos <laughs> till the early hours of the morning about ancient aliens. And the, the theory behind that is they came way before the pyramids. Way before the pyramids. Really? So that's like, like thousands and as, thousands Aztecs. of Aztecs. More like kind of. of Aztecs. So all that Aztec shit. Can we swear on here? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All that shit. Aztec shit was based on aliens too. <laughs> Aztec shit. Aztec shit. So this is going to be a great episode. Is there, I know. Be an amazing is, episode. is there a theory that the aliens built the pyramids? Um, probably. Yes. I've heard that one. Let's, yeah. let's talk to our expert, a, a alien expert. On <laughs> <the> <laughs> Darren has become the alien expert. No, well, they <laughs> say that religion, and I'm not going to get it too religious about this, but they say that um, that the Bible stuff, well, not, I'm going to talk about this, but that religion <laughs> was based actually on aliens and stuff. And I. I I've Jesus watched way too many videos now to believe it. So, yeah, that's my thing at the moment. Yeah. So Jesus was an alien. <laughs> yes, Jesus was. That's an why he could perform Can we miracles. That's, that's right. Why. See, that's why he could. Perform and they're miracles. saying the spa- angels were came uh, when they describe it in the Bible, not the Bible, the other um, documents. <laughs> the way they described it was like angels coming down, but they just meant they were alien spaceships. Oh, alien spaceships. Right. I'm so learning now, something new oh, every I like, single I like day. The theory. Just I type really in like ancient that. aliens in YouTube. They'll be literally. <laughs> 
You'll be educated. Just spent hours and hours. Oh, actually, that's what I did. Now I'm a believer. Or even um, even in X Men, in X Men, <laughs> Apocalypse was an ancient alien. Yes. So maybe Apocalypse is Jesus. <laughs> we had a theory about this on a, yes. on a previous episode where like you know movies are just like reflections of real life so maybe maybe the mutants is a real thing yeah so maybe jesus was a mutant a and yeah. an alien he must be he really must be oh my goodness this <laughs> is some this. good get in stuff. trouble for this, this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry mom my bad <laughs> oh, yeah, too. my parents will kill me too <laughs> shout out all of us has anyone experienced any extraterrestrial shit as in or, or rather, rather than research more in like like have you, probing have you <laughs> have you seen have you seen a spaceship <laughs> or have you seen an alien <laughs> no because you can't see him yeah, oh yeah apparently. so we can't yeah, see them maybe that's the base but Mm. But do you believe mm. in this theory though, or is this just ridiculous? Oh look, I think anything is possible in the world these days. I think, and we're, like, the universe is massive. Like we are nothing. Yeah. Like we are nothing. So yeah. I believe that anything is possible. But what is real? Ooh, that, that is, is the, the question. question. Oh, that, 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 that comes to the fact that this, all this, is all fake and imagination of <laughs> like the Matrix. This could be Darren's world right now. Yeah. Things are only real because of our five mind. senses, oh, right? It'd be different if it was my world. <laughs> tell you, probing and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh <Banana>. man! <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Nats, have you experienced any aliens? Because I know that you're into whole this whole conspiracy um, and theories, supernatural, and stuff. extraterrestrial. Um, on, a, on a ser- on a serious note, I do believe that there are um, aliens. Obviously, like what are the chances? Like the the vast size of the universe, you can't tell me that we're the only ones here. In that sense, so that's pretty generic answer. But haven't they discovered aliens already on Mars? Not in a form of intelligent, but life form, like little microorganisms that already oh, live in Mars. I think they found water on Mars, but that's yeah, it. Yeah. Water and shit. Yeah, they've they've got like nah, even like not even just water, like literally like little bugs or something. Oh, I don't shit. know. That'd be like, cool. that's, that's, Was that that's confirmed? A start, you but know? you know what? That's like, something. I don't give a fuck if you find a bug. I want to find a thing. Like, I want to find a big <laughs> thing. I don't I'm care if like fifty ants, billions of ants. That's not interesting. Like, NASA comes out and be like, <laughs> we found life on Mars. I don't, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's ants. It needs to be like my size at least. You know? like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So if it's not our size, it doesn't yeah. count. That's to me, it doesn't count. You're not counted. And they have that um whole thing where they what's that area 51 where they keep aliens roswell so do you that's think in nevada bro that's in nevada nevada that's in america, america. Oh, firm believer do you think that in nevada <laughs> it's in nevada bro do you think there's nevada, different bro. races of a- aliens like there's the ones that you can see and then the invisible ones and there's could be water-based ones bug ones Charlie. different planets uh, this is this is animals <laughs> Okay, hey, I got a theory. I got a theory. If aliens come, do you think that'll unite humans so racism will be abolished? No. Well, it's no, going to be just a bigger version <laughs> of racism. It's planetism yeah. or something like that. Depends what their powers are, I suppose. Oh, <laughs> no, seriously, you don't even know you how they're strange. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, haven't yeah. seen Independence Day. You haven't That's seen it. Independence Day. Yeah, that brought everyone together. Like like just depends. I reckon the terrorists in America will be like a mad collabo. Oh my God, we're going there. He's going in on that. We're going to get this podcast is going to get banned. The government's going to come in and ban this podcast. Kill the aliens featuring the terrorists. (laughs) It's a track by Earth. (laughs) (laughs) To the Taliban and the US Army get together. Oh man. Let's shoot these fucking aliens. Track, hot track. All right. Segway to something else that's a bit outlandish. What is the... um, 
there's this article saying that there's these headphones that can turn into sunglasses. Yeah, so Bose has... <laughs> Mine does that now. Bose what do you has mean? Um, taken that concept of um, sunglasses and embedded like a... Uh, electronics in the thing so that Bose have yeah yeah Bose. like around the ear oh. part yeah yeah it is um, that's such a dad thing like a Filipino dad thing <laughs> it is such a dad like thing my dad that's already invented so cool. you haven't seen that it? cool. you don't think it's cool I don't think it's cool well it depends uh, Oakley's have for that already oh no they do it's like oh so it's sunglasses like with headphones in them turn to glasses yeah, yeah, yeah. into sunnies yeah. it's not cool at all what? Oh, okay. well, it just depends. It'd I be, thought it was headphones and then you flip it down and then <laughs> it's sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> like the the band on the top. It's for the, the I guess it depends. It depends on the purpose. I feel like that would be good. If, it depends. Because yeah. there, there are already headphones that uh, have like the the bone induction where Correct. it's just yeah. Uh, it's yeah. plugged into You're your right. ear. It's just plugged mm. uh, yeah. underneath your ear. Oh, um, and I think that's what they I think that's what they're doing. With uh-huh. with that stuff, and it's it's so that you can wear these glasses, and it doesn't look like you're actually. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. It doesn't look yeah. like you're actually listening to anything. Oh, so it's, cool. it's pretty much how like we're just getting ways for the. It's a bit dangerous, for isn't the, it? For the agencies out there to just listen to us while looking like they're just not listening to us. Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. So alien technology, basically. Alien technology, <laughs> and the government is out there to get us. Yeah, pretty much. Like now, everyone's wearing sunglasses. It's gonna be suspicious. I suppose it's just easier to carry it around if you have a double purpose thing. Do you know what I mean? It's probably... You're going to wear sunglasses everywhere you go. (laughs) 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 Fuck. Look, Matt, yeah. Yeah, This guy's a sick cunt. He's He's got glasses and headphones. It's just better to have two purposes for one This cunt's I'm surprised that hip-hop hasn't taken this as a way to promote. Like, where are the the headphones in the studios that turn into sunglasses? That'll look friggin' hip. That'd be look cool, man. Rick Ross and... (laughs) <laughs> Maybe it was invented like already thirty years ago. Maybe because all the rappers were wearing sunglasses inside. That's true. Oh, maybe they were highly oh, tech no, that's, before we knew that's that. Not a bad idea. Technology is always coming out thirty years before they're invented. I reckon. Correct. Yeah. And then this could be that's a thing. True. This could be like a secret, secret um, CSI type of thing, <laughs> where they had it all along, and now it's like, oh, we need to get more money f- to fund this project so we're just gonna sell these sunglasses yeah they already have iphone 20 already in the back yeah they know about it for sure yeah. it's it's gonna be like um uh headphone headphone sunglasses by dre or something like that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sunglasses by dre it's the worst speaking of speaking of governments trying to spy on us okay here we go the next, next article. I, the, the other article that we want to talk about is the australian government has passed a new legislation that will allow law enforcement authorities to force tech companies to hand over user information so they've mm. just passed this uh this new law this new bill it's called the assistance they could do that already. and access bill no no so what they what they've done is they're allowing uh agencies to uh get access to this to our own personal information yeah uh oh. ISPs at the moment aren't allowed to give out yeah, information. That's, that's right. But the government has just passed that bill, the AAB, to allow a selected number of agencies to request that information. And I think the list of the agencies was about 178 different agencies. What type of agencies are we talking? Uh, uh, but what kind of info? Yeah. And what kind of what info? It depends. Oh, man, if whatever info they want to get from you. Like if it, what kind of info? Say it? say they're like, oh, this this Nathan Blazon guy sounds suspicious. Let's let's tap his internet. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. They check out what you're what you're looking but they at. They can only check out the agencies that I've hooked up like with. Red Shoe. No, 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 no. <laughs> the agency. No, no. <laughs> I think I think that's the like way around it. I think, I think you just surround your history yeah, with yeah. just <laughs> weird porn. <laughs> just, be like, just a porn thing. That's all he is. Watch some really fucked up shit too. Like no, no. The agencies. You know, it's not the agencies go through. It's the agencies will request from the ISP. You understand? Right. Okay. See, but I feel like people are hacking right, right, hardcore right. these days anyway. So I think, I mean, that's still bad. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But it does. Yeah, no, I don't think that's a good thing. And, and, <laughs> and I'm, not, making, I'm not making excuses <laughs> for it. It's just not a good there, thing. There, there were only two politicians that actually sat in to in, in opposition for that. The, for that bill. They The suspicion is that they pushed the bill so that they look like they're strong. They're putting a strong stance on hmm. anti-terrorism. Like, oh, we need this because terrorists oh, are there's more to it. Yeah, I'm, oh, that's oh, still more to it. All right, well, but isn't Google doing terrorists? that? I didn't see anything wrong with like that. Getting our, diffi- our information. But information is power, right? Exactly, yeah. that's true. And that could get leaked. That could get hacked. That could get... So yeah. even if they're doing it for one purpose, someone else is going to use it for another purpose. Mm. So, oh, God. So moral of the story is um, don't use the internet. <laughs> let's, just, <laughs> let's not use don't the internet. Don't go on Redshift. Close this. Except, <laughs> except for when you're listening to the Cheat Coders podcast. <laughs> that's it. Which is now available on Spotify <laughs> and iTunes. <laughs> I'll feel sorry for everyone If this is the only source of information That they get (laughs) (laughs) If this podcast is the only source of information They get then why it's yeah. a bit of entertainment uh, about education, about education. Read, <laughs> just wasted their time. read a book <laughs> read a book no, just <laughs> 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 all right so let's move on to our uh, yeah. cheat code is um in a mission song Ooh. so um for this we usually get a local talent um song to be played while we just chill out and since you're our musical guest oh. would you like to request one of your songs to be played oh, in this yeah. intermission might as well yeah, um sure. yeah whatever you do what you feel like <laughs> <laughs> Disease, disease. Oh, no. Oh, hey. Is, it, your fa- is it really your favorite song? <laughs> <laughs> I love that song, dude. It's like my favorite right. like And, my and it happens song. to be on my phone <laughs> already. Oh, wow. So <laughs> here we go. We'll just play Disease by Midnight Pool Party. I was joking. You could have played something new. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> my bad. That was Disease by Midnight Pool Party. Midnight Pool Party. How old is that song? Yeah. 2000, um, I'd say that's 2013, I think. What's no, it, that's a lie. Wow. That's a lie. 14, 2014. No way. Four that's, years. That's old. That's very old. And you were just talking about how 
it was completely a different um, vibe or yeah. sound than yeah. what you are looking for now. Yeah, was it? it was just a bit more experimental than we were. We would normally do, as Ollie was saying. Yeah, correct. We experimented with a lot more synths, a lot more yeah. arpeggiators. Yeah, you could hear in the in the breakdown part. There's like these noises going. Like weird shit going on. Yeah. One, two, like, uh, so, uh, which of the drugs did you take to? Uh, heartbreak. That's what acid. drugs we took. Oh, you took, uh, you took heartbreak. <laughs> I took acid. I think you that's the best acid. drug for music. That's it. <laughs> that's it. But, but um, for the um, for the audience that don't know your music and your style, would you like to describe what type of music you do? Oh gosh, everyone always asks me this, and I find it really hard to be honest. <laughs> and I don't even know why, because I know what we make. Um, I don't know. It's a little bit of. It's definitely heavily in disco influenced. Yeah. But I think the thing when we say that is everyone assumes when you say disco, it's like the Bee Gees and like di- old school Diane Ross. But yeah, we go back to the 70s. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like everyone, yeah. When I say disco, everyone thinks we that's what we are influencers are. But our influencers have always been disco from many different eras like yeah. Jamiroquai, Daft Punk and all these new guys from Australia. Like it's, it's just a disco has gone through time. Yeah. So yeah. we're just doing our sort of interpretation of it, I suppose. If you were, if you were to give it a name... Like something disco, like modern disco. What name would you give it? A modern disco. Oh, I don't know because. Fuck. What do you mean though? Like, <laughs> like, like the genre? Give, or? Yeah, give it a, a genre name. Um. Well, I don't know because I don't think we do much different to what other people do. So I don't think we're creating necessarily a new sound. Right. So I still think it's a lot of what dance music is now, especially in the Australian dance scene. I don't think it's anything other than a dan- dance still. Do you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. So yes. My take on it. <laughs> so it's more like yeah. a disco influenced dance yeah, music, modern definitely. dance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's nice. still dance. Yes. I mean, yeah. dance, music, anyway. dance music is, you know, can yeah. be anything, right? Hip hop's dance music, yeah, essentially. It can be dance music. You can dance to it. Yeah. Uh, Interpretation uh, right? type of dance. So. <laughs> <laughs> like booty grinding dance. <laughs> Strip club music. <laughs> That's dance. That is, it is a dance. That is <laughs> also a dance, yeah. It's, it's working interpretation. Is a dance. <laughs> <laughs> Special type of dance, yeah. But you like, pay for, yeah. The, the vibes that come from your music, it's very like it's very dancey, it's very upbeat, yeah. Um, but I noticed that in some of the other songs, it gets, there's one song that starts off like a ballad. Um, I'm trying to remember which one that was. Collide, yeah. I think it was Collide. It starts off like a like an R&B ballad, and then it it drops like after the you know the intro and the first verse or something. Wh- which it drops. song? Which song? Vulnerable. Hold on. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Signals, it's signals. Oh, that was the oh, one before. Shit. Yeah, was, I like um, that song. That's like that was our first song that we did ourselves. We wrote, did ourselves, mixed and mastered, produced ourselves, yeah, by ourselves. So. Nice. That was that a, was a bit of a test the water scene because our manager was like, "Okay, we're not spending any more money on the next. You're gonna do it yourselves." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we're like, "Okay." When we we've, we've learned a lot in the last when we did the last EP anyway, so we did it and we were happy with it. Yeah. And, and to your question, the whole R&B feel, that's Darren's domain. Darren is heavily influenced by R&B. Um, I do a lot of production yeah. with the disco, with the house, with the dance. Yeah, nice. And I then think, yeah. That's the, f- that's the two genres connecting yeah. together. Yeah. So that's why you could hear that influence coming through. So I think ideally we have the same influences for Midnight Pool Party. Like we both listen to the same things, but we also both don't listen to the same things. Yeah. yeah. Which is works. I yeah. Think we felt, I mean, we worked long enough to find our groove with each other, so... Yeah, it is what it is now. Go down to that deep house area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you guys do your like um the, like your creation of, of music, 
how does it start do, do you, does darren come up with a melody or do you come up with a guitar lick or like the groove or how does how does like what what are the beginnings of a midnight pool party song depends each one's different yeah every, every one of them has been different yeah um you'll be actually surprised that sometimes darren comes up hey i have a piano vocals and that's it and a shitty drum and a shitty bass yeah <laughs> take what you could do with and i go there and just absolutely just murder the shit yeah and just turn it out into a dance yeah dance track yeah. but it's weird because we, yep. was, we would sit with it yeah and we would just make decisions on it together like no take, change this yep. change that change that. he engineers most of it at the time he just works faster than i do anyway yep. when we're in the actual session but because we've done it now so many times we know exactly how to fine tune things quickly like that's on a bass we would normally know next bass next bass yeah next hat next hat so literally 30 minutes before you guys came here we had 30 minutes to spare and we literally wrote a song yeah and it's nice. halfway done well, yeah we work faster these days now only because we have a sound now like yeah. that we yeah. stuck with so and he's yeah. he, and exact same th- same process piano vocals I went in there just yeah. added a few bass lines added a few kicks added a yeah. few hats and that was it yeah that's essentially the skeleton of it yeah and then all the little pretty parts is going to be the muscles and the skin and all the yeah, pretty yeah. stuff behind it. So, yeah, But in saying that, we were saying earlier, it's funny that there's sometimes we would spend like a year writing and everything is rubbish. And yeah. then we'd have like four weeks, the last four weeks we've written like four songs and we're like, oh, this is amazing. What's going on? Like, so it, like it does, like we work the same way all the time or, mm. you know, sometimes we work a little bit different, but it's the content that comes out is always different. Like, yeah. so, yeah. I like that. Mm. Um, That's cool. You that? know when you um start start a project. So do you whenever you guys have like a main project in the works, I guess like the way with your working style is it more so based on spontaneous? Because you know some yeah. artists they they plan it's like by this time I'm gonna have this mixtape oh. created because I can't work on a schedule. Yeah, yeah. And it's taking me like five years <laughs> and there's nothing come out. <laughs> but like it I, I, I get what you mean about like you'll get a feeling right. You yeah. do one track, yeah. you're like fuck that was hectic, <laughs> and then suddenly you get like six tracks and you're like I guess it's a mixtape now or something like that. Yeah, okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah. The thing is we we we, you know I mean? we do yeah. we do have a schedule. It's not necessarily strict, yeah. but at the end of the day, you yeah. want to make music and you need to release something right you don't want to leave it for like yeah, another yeah. 12 months yeah but it happened that's to us cool. that's really good we happened to us like we yeah. had the ep out and before we wrote the, the the one we're about to come out now we literally didn't write anything for eight months everything was completely shit yeah and we had all these files <laughs> yeah, yeah. and we had like and it's frustrating it's right terrible it's frustrating as shit it's terrible and then we just sat down and yeah. said look uh, we went to starbucks and we said let's have a meeting there's something going on with us we have no idea <laughs> yeah, we, like the true. manager was like okay by next year we want to bring something out and yeah. then we we just like kind of kicked ourselves in the ass and said you know what like that's really good. We're stressing ourselves out about That's nothing. Really we're overthinking yeah. the, the lyrics. We're overthinking everything we use. We're over, let's just just write. And yeah. then after that one meeting, we literally wrote the whole EP within a month. <laughs> like, yeah, oh my God, what is happening? It's so That's crazy. So, That's, so, That's crazy. what you need sometimes. It's crazy yeah. how need that a refresher. Happened. I love that. I think Starbucks I is really the happens. key cool. component in here. Yeah, I realize that. I think maybe like Don and... This is how this podcast started. A meeting in Starbucks. See? So... A meeting in sponsor Starbucks. Us, really sponsor us, Starbucks. <laughs> really That's it. <laughs> kicks things no, off. Me and Raf sat down and I started recording on my phone. It's like, it's begun. And we just started talking. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the first That's podcast. writing there. That was an unreleased one. And then we released the first episode. Then we went, then we're car. like, you know what? I got oh, my funny car. Starbucks. Let's actually do this. <laughs> so we went to the car park. But ha- cool. How long ago was that? A yeah, year ago. Our, our birthday ago. of um, the podcast was December 2. 
Oh, wow. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. That was this week, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, cool. Interesting, right? All right, back to you guys. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you just well, no, we're going to interview you, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of this. We're going to interview you. How do you like it? <laughs> so, um, why Midnight Pool Party? Like, what's... Is there a significance to the name? <sighs> no. You know what? We when we, we changed that name to Midnight Pool Party in 2012. Yeah. And I don't know why to, still to this. <laughs> no, there was the a... the previous name was shit. It was... The previous name was shit. But I do remember... <laughs> I do remember it was a... Comp- we both decided on it because you said pool party. And I said, no, it needs something else to it. Yeah. I think we added the element of midnight just because at the time... It w- there were lots of it's a cool name well, there was, was also sultry, lots of parties and I figured midnight was a time where you get more emotional at, like you have more of an emotional yeah. co- connection to you I like yeah. that that's cool Nothing. I'm taking my lines do you ever perform do you ever perform at midnight at a pool party have you ever done that uh, we, we, um, you guys we, 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 I've been wanting to do that for ages but there's never right, really you do that, you know, that's, that's a good That'd topic so you brought cool. up because our last guest the Deep Things podcast one of the guys um, he has a um, he's organising a pool party in the west and he, he's been trying Done. to contact you guys. He had, he could you contact Who? us. But yeah. um, this, uh, Did you delete his... No, I didn't delete his <laughs> message. <laughs> no, I didn't delete your message if you're watching. Oh, um, I just said to, um, I email, to email our manager because he takes care of our bookings. But I, haven't, uh. I forgot about that. I, I should check. Because I thought it was <laughs> cool. I'm like, dog. that's really cool. Of course, yeah. like, we would do that. That's amazing. <laughs> so, no, I didn't, I didn't delete your message. You know what would be really cool? Like, New Year's Eve, when the ball drops, you guys start performing. Oh, can you imagine that? Oh, New awesome. York. Bang. New York or Miami Times or somewhere with Imagine water. that. <laughs> with a giant pool. <laughs> pool a giant poo. The turd coming down. Speaking of gigs, like what is your dream gig? Is there like a scenario that, that like oh God. is is the pool party a, a dream gig like in midnight um, or in New Year's? I <laughs> No, no. Yeah. I mean, actually, any good, any good yeah, any good for us. We just love it. Book yeah. them, book them, guys, book them. Um, pool party. Just book them, book them. I think the festivals. I want to do a round yeah. of the festivals one day, or the ones we like. You know, this, the big ones. Any anything really? Uh, Coachella would be, would be Tomorrowland. Oh, Tomorrowland. Hey, Tomorrowland. You know, if, if you want to go big, <laughs> let's yeah. go big. Yeah. Coachella. All those major festivals would be uh, amazing to play at. Burning Man. Yeah. Oh, Burning Man. Damn. I even would love yes. to just go and spend like a month or two in America and just see if we could like get gigs in America because I feel like we'd get gigs in America. Do you know what I mean? Well, a lot of our listeners come yeah. from North America anyway. So. I think they have more of a cool. scene than here at the moment anyway too. So, oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. This, that's interesting when we look at our Spotify because yeah. in America, there's a lot of niche yeah. places mm-hmm. and you know there's a heavily disco. Yeah. Following because yes. there's so many stations yeah. that cater to that um, yeah. um, genre, so that's where a lot of our listeners come from. Yeah. And it's interesting that people actually fucking talk to us saying, <laughs> yeah, to Come here, here, come there. I'm like, oh, we can't. Gonna, <laughs> We'd yeah. love to. Are you gonna pay for <laughs> our fucking flights? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Anyway. So, you semi made it in that sense no, because, like, no, when you hear no. that, when you hear that random people saying, Come here, come there, like, it seems like that's one of those stepping stones. Yeah, of making it. I don't know, but I feel like if you have any content out there, at some point someone's going to come across That's it. That's true. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily yeah. mean you're big or not big, but it's just lucky that we had a bit yeah. more people following us. But mm. I think you're just lucky if you do, lucky if you, you know, unlucky if you don't. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, exactly right. It's yeah. just nice to know. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, shout outs to the Midnight Pool. Is there a name for your fans? Yeah, is a name oh, for the fan to, group? To, the Midnight Poolers. Um, the the, uh, the Pool parties. Boys and Girls. Pool I, boys I like that one. I like that one. I don't the know. midnight pool boys. Never thought about it, to be honest. Yeah, we should come up boys. with a name one pool day. Pool girls. 
The pool boys. The pool boys. And the pool girls. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I call them. The, the pool boys. <laughs> I was going to say, like, going back to, like, the, the inception of the name. Oh, yes. Mm. Yes. That, that could have been a op- great opportunity for you guys to just make up any story. And, and be like, oh, yeah, we were on this rooftop and we were... Oh, no, it was massive. It was boring. <laughs> <laughs> no, why, though? We were literally here. <laughs> well, but it was a time when it was summer. I remember it was around summertime. Yeah. And there was that one time we spent New Year's together at Ricky's house and I cried next to the pool. Oh, you I, did, I was so you drunk. Pussy. And I said, yeah. I really want to make it. Well, we really want to make it. Was that, it was around no, it that was. time. It was around that... So, so maybe there is a so reason. There's a, there's a sad story. So it was a sad story. There was a time I was, like, really upset about music. I'm not upset. I was just, like, really hopeful in life about making it and we were we were i was heavily intoxicated don't get me wrong <laughs> and i said ollie come here to the pool <laughs> to the pool area i'm like i really want to do well next year let's do it and i was crying and he was like it's fine bro we'll do it, we'll do yeah, it. Yeah. so it was around <laughs> that time it was a time when we were like changing quite a lot yeah so and then after the the name change we wrote our first song yes then after we released that song that's when we got our manager that's right and that's the first time we played live at, oh, what was it? Oxford Art? No. Oxford Art Factory? Uh, no. no. Good God Small Club? Yes, it probably was. Played, I don't know. We played a somewhere. gig and then our manager was there and he approached us after that um, gig and said, hey, I want to manage you guys. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. And then the rest nice. is history, right? So yeah. it, was a, cool. it was after that. That you know that that conversation yeah. and the name change. It just started happening. It just sparked. We just got lucky, to be honest. Like yeah. we, we we actually we did release the first single ourselves. Remember, we put it. We just didn't have it on all platforms. We just had it on SoundCloud. Correct. Yeah. And we like I remember that time uh, around that time. I would be staying up, e- like have a template email <laughs> and I'd send it to all these blogs. I'd stay up all night and replying and replying. And then we just got lucky that this guy um, Hugh. He said, oh, I said, it was a, yeah, like a blog, like a, it's called Indie Shuffle. And we wanted to get on that. I mean, like, that was one of our blogs we wanted to get on. He's like, oh, yeah, cool. He emailed back saying, cool, yeah, I'm happy to put this on. But he said to Jez, our manager, hey, there's these guys you need to check out called Minna Pool Party. It's kind of your thing, like a disco thing. Yeah. So he checked us out and then he started following us and contacting us. So it, we just really got fortunate, to be honest, to get that kind of foot in the door. And then there, yeah, the rest is history. Yeah. Yeah. And ever since then, he's just been managing all of our releases, yeah. managing just our bookings, really managing our gigs and all that. Nice. So, it, and that's what helps us to create. Keep because, going. Yeah. You know, he picked us up. So, we want to impress yeah. him. He gives us deadlines. So, we have to work. <laughs> so, that helps yeah. us in order to, one, forcefully be creative. Yeah. But... As um, Darren said, sometimes you can't be. We had we had an eight month stint of not doing anything yeah. because we were just. You just can't force yourself sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, shit. That was a whole yeah. story. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I just realised that is our story, but we've never really talked about yeah, it that much. Really so it's really it. weird. That it's is crazy. that's that's a really good story. Yeah. Like whenever someone asks you where, where did the name come from, well. We're at this Watch the podcast. Do it that way. Yeah, that's yeah, that's how I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Now. Watch the podcast. So you pretty much had a New Year's resolution and you actually went with it. Yeah, that was the same year. I, we just kept to a realisation about that now. Nice. Thanks, nice. Good one. And that yeah. was um, 2014, oh, you said? No, that would have no, been 2012 or 13. Oh, okay. We changed our 13. name in 12 and we... New Year, yeah, 13 then. Yeah. And then, yeah, then our manager picked us up cool. in start of 2013. 13, yeah. yeah. Fuck, it's a long time. That's a very long time ago. It feels like ages now, actually. How long have you been like as a duo 
Fuck. Oh, you know, we've seen you guys yeah. from ages ago. Yeah. yeah. Since that was like 2007. God, that's a long... 2005? We All of us no. were babies. Was it 2005? Potentially. Yeah. We were young. But yeah. we just did it as a fun thing to start off with. Yeah. You know what it was like. We just played what we can and just played the songs we liked. Yeah. And then at some point... Yeah, at some point we're like... Oh, like... We both know we want to do this as a serious thing. Let's cut the shit. Let's change the name. Let's delete everything of everything. Let's let's That's write great. a real. Let's just like be songwriters re-brand. now. Yeah. yeah, let's rebrand. Yeah, and like we didn't know what the fuck was gonna happen. And like everyone was like, "You changed your name. That's a shit name. Like, what is this?" <laughs> but we were like, "No, people no, are just the gonna previous get, one no, was people shit are gonna get used to it, and they're not, not even gonna remember what you used to do." Yeah, yeah. So we just yeah, stuck to so it, and, we, and it worked. Yeah, even before Midnight Pool Party, like we had regular gigs. Like every second week, yeah, um, playing covers, and it was amazing. It was a great time, it was a fun but time. we had to really look at ourselves and say we we're not going to get anywhere by yeah. just playing covers all for the time. For what we for what we wanted to do, yeah. like it's cool to do that. Like I would still love to do that. Yeah, but for what we wanted to do, yeah. we just knew we had to stop mm. and just yeah. change the change it up kind of thing. Yeah, so. that's cool. Nice. Yes. Um, we were talking about genres before, and we're talking about yeah, midnight pool party, mm. and I know Darren, you've got. Some of your oh, like, yeah. own stuff. Yes, that's a little more R and B. It's a completely yes. different genre to yeah. Midnight Pool Party. Um, how did that stuff come about? Like, were you, like, were, were you both both involved, or was that just purely? It was at a time when we weren't doing much. Like yeah. I said, there was a period where we just didn't, we weren't working properly. Like we just we didn't have any songs out. Yeah, yeah. and I just had that song. I just I write all the time anyway. Whether it's going to be a Midnight Pool Party song or whether I stop and then leave it, move on to a Midnight Pool Party thing. Because yeah. at the end of the day, Midnight Pool Party is the the bread and butter for us. Like Correct. I would never really just stop it and do this because that to me was just, it's something I needed to do. Creative outlets. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, um, one of the guys that my manager, um, managers, uh, CLN who's in Brisbane, he does those kind of beats. That's his, cause he produced that thing. And I just sort of showed him. Is that that, the love me song? Yeah. Both of them actually. Oh, no, yeah. Man. So he, I just, I, I showed him the song, the demo I wrote. He's like, yeah, cool. I'd love to produce it. And it just happened twice because it was we weren't releasing anything at the time. Yeah, yeah. But like, if this is going very well, that probably like we that's is yeah. the most important thing because we have a men- momentum for that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you also got to remember that we're both creators in, in general, our, in our own right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, we do a lot of we do a lot of influences. Yeah. Um. He can write. He can write melodies. I can produce. I yeah. can write beats for fucking anything. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, Midnight Pool Party, as you said, is an outlet. Yeah. You know, I mean, if someone says, hey, Midnight Pool Party, do you want to write a song for this person? We're like, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, why not? We can fucking do whatever <laughs> yeah. fuck we want. Because we got fucking heaps of fucking beads. Yeah. You, there's but, literally just files that we d- have stored away. Yeah, but we yet. always have to assess, is this Midnight Pool Party enough? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, fucking, like, if it's not, like fucking that. file it away. But our catalog, there's heaps, Yeah. right? But, but does it fit in the style of Midnight Pool Party? Probably not. Yeah. So we don't know what to do with those. But that's the thing. You have to be, for me, I think the thing that worked for us is that you have to be really strict with your branding. Like yeah. it's cool and all. Like I would love to work with every single person that said, let's work on a song together. Yes, I would because I love music. Yeah. Music's the best thing in the world, Correct. right? Yeah. But it doesn't make sense if you make with every, make work out, sorry, work with everybody. Yeah. It kind of has to work with what we're doing at the moment. And I, I don't mean that as a dig, to, a dig at anybody. It's just, it is a brand at the moment. We both have to think of both of us and this thing that we're doing. Yeah. Mm. So at some point in time, I think, in the future, we will be able to work with everybody just because yeah. we can. But at the moment, we can't. We need to really yeah. fine-tune it. You know? Yeah, exactly. And if yeah. Marilla or Darren were to work with someone else, which is done, fuck it. Who cares? You know what I mean? It's yeah. his creative outlet. His name is still attached to Midnight Pool Party exactly. in a way. Yeah. 
exactly because i know midnight pool party also does remixes and you guys released a remix of um that lord song oh yeah i forgot what you said uh dynamite <laughs> Shit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we barely do them <laughs> Can't you remember that. Yeah. jesus um we do them as fillers if you notice that we only do it when we have time like when we yeah true yeah. but yeah. we also be very, very selective with them we're yeah very selective. We're like when you when you did that remix was that uh this remix is going to be a Midnight Pool Party remix or was that just going to be, oh, we're going to remix this for fun? Because that was a Triple J competition. Yeah, did, yeah but first. we didn't enter it in the Triple J yeah. competition. Oh, because it was late, wasn't we, it? We were late. <laughs> <to the fuck. laughs> yeah. um, I, I, honestly, we saw the competition and I started to play around with it because I, I just wanted to get the samples because they're free. So free samples. So, free yeah, samples. So I just took the samples and then started playing around with it and they went to this place and then showed it to Darren and Darren said, yeah, it sounds hectic. Then added a bit more stuff. He added his own flavor to it, added a few more things, said, I don't like that, so I like that. Whatever the case is. And that's how the process went and that's how the remix came to be. Nice. Did we really officially release it? We did it only, uh, so we don't release remixes officially. We did put them on uh, SoundCloud. We only did one official remix and that was for Kilter. Oh, yeah. That was the only one we got asked to do. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But everything else we just put on SoundCloud. Only when we have time to do remixes. Yeah. We do them as a filler just for the fans. I suppose. Did they get nice. played on Triple J? Uh, no. KLP? The other one did. Oh, the Kilter Kilter's one. did, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. And, and so I know, I know lo- lo- some, some artists will have like remixes of their songs yeah. done. And I know you guys um, had some other producers remix some of your songs. When you, when you think about like when you guys uh, reach out to producers and things like that, do those producers have to have the same kind of sound or do they have to like have a completely different sound to whatever Midnight Pool Party is when it comes to remixing your tracks? Um, that's a good one, actually. Well, I think we used to do that with the, fir- the first few singles we had. We had people remix on them. Correct. For the, with, the, with the release. Yeah. And we... I, I think it does have to also make sense to us. Yeah. But I think it'd be interesting to have someone not be sounding like us. That's the point of a remix. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah, think what we do our things, we have our strict you know thing yeah. but if we had to yeah. get a remix on one of our next tracks it'd be cool to have a different thing yeah you know? if anyone's out there yeah like like a country version fuck yeah why not <laughs> fuck yeah why not? i'll, I'll be know? so be cool. i'll be so impressed why not you know <laughs> i'll be so impressed i'll be it'd just be cool <laughs> to hear people that'd be so cool we might even do like a remix competition one day just put our stems out there wait that's, some, that's not official yeah. <laughs> i would love to do that though i would love to let's put the stems out that's not a promise that's just a plan yeah Everybody's like, where's the download link? Where's the download link? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, um, like for this is a question for each of you guys. Like, yeah. what has been probably one of your most proudest tracks that you've made, or most personal tracks oh, that you've made oh out of your whole catalog? It could be from like the before Midnight Pool Party, or like after, or probably a couple of days ago. Uh, well, most of them because I write the lyrics of most of them, yeah. so a lot of them are very fucking personal anyway. <laughs> but Which my fa- my favorite personal. one is Collide from the last EP. <laughs> no, my favorite one is Collide from the last EP. I just I don't know why I like that one a lot. It gives me the feels. Nice. Mm. Um, in terms of me, most challenging one was Collide. Actually, I will agree <gasps> with you on that one. Yeah, it because was because that was a totally different way of writing. Yeah, and a very experimental in terms of. How I produced, because yeah, there's right. a certain formula and how I produce and there's a certain way I like to work. But for this one, I really had to capture what Darren wanted in his head. Oh, that's right. Darren yeah, had, his, had his vision yeah. in his head and I said, okay, let me try and get that out of you, get that out of you yeah, and into right. the screen and into the speakers. 
and it was fun to do that. That's why it was a very proud moment of me producing that um, because it was someone's idea and it was exactly what he wanted. And That's so cool. Yeah. Yes. You know what's funny when you say that? When he says that, right? This is actually what happens. I go, this is what it sounds like. Bum, 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 bum. And I would sing everything I could hear in my head to him. And he'd be like, oh yeah, okay, cool. And, I go, and the bass would go, bum, bum. <laughs> Every time we work, I'm like, noises. I've got it in my head. You need to listen to what I'm singing. Bum, bum, bum. That's exactly how we work. Yeah. It's actually time. just him like on the vocals <laughs> saying that and I just sampled that. So you get a, you make a vocal demo tape. Yeah, it's, 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 it's no, there's no drums. There's no, no there's synths. It's just like going, whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, seriously, like we're, we're so in sync now that yeah. he, whatever he th- he's thinking and he says yeah. or sings out, I could find out what he's thinking and yeah. put it onto a, a keyboard. Yeah, it's nice. So, Ollie, um, in terms of because you've experienced all these emotions from Darren, yeah, or through his music, so draining. do you have do you have like a in your in your programs? Do you have like a set emotion for each thing? Like, yes. yeah, sad Darren, <laughs> happy Darren. <laughs> So like when he brings out a song and you hear like the first few lyrics, like, like okay, this okay, synth is sad. Sad dance with um, or anything sort of, sort of like. It's not that. called sad Darren, but there is a certain vibe that you know if it's more, it's got a lot of like phases, it's got yeah. a lot of flange. It's, it's like a moving synth that makes it um sadder. a bit more sadder, so to speak. So <laughs> there is a depending what Darren's feeling, we can um, definitely adjust on how we. <laughs> How the beat sounds and how nice. the the synth is as well, That's but awesome. yeah. <laughs> but I might call it sad Darren synth. I'm gonna get offended by that. I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm sad as yeah. <laughs> pumped up. Put that, put that sample on. <laughs> that is that sad Darren. You're not making a beat for like two, in two minutes. It's like, oh, how did you do that? It's all presets. Uh. <laughs> but that to be, you know, in saying that as well, that's a challenge because like the last. In speaking about emotions of the tracks and stuff, the last, all our songs in the, before this EP have all come from like a really sad, like they're all kind of sad songs if you listen to them. The lyrics yeah. are from like a breakup or something. So we, I really, really, we both really tried to focus on not making it like that for the next EP. And it was, I found it hard at first, but we felt, I think it worked because we are just in better places in our lives at the moment. Yeah. Like, so yeah, like you, you, we talk about emotions and stuff, but it does come through the music. Like when we wrote this, we were having fun. Like we would be at the desk, we were full dance and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting that when we talk about the emotions of the sounds and everything, because it does play a huge part in that. Mm. Yeah. Have you experienced uh, like you wrote a song that you intended to be this particular emotion, but when the it came to the um, producing out. part, it came out completely different. But then you yeah. were like, "Oh, this is awesome! This is more awesome than I thought it would be." Leading it to a different direction rather than your. Yep, direction. all the time. Yeah, hundred percent. All the but time. But then sometimes we have to just regroup and say, "Okay, well, no, no, the the, the beat's good, but the vision <laughs> is not where we need to be." Yeah. So we have to assess. Yeah. Tell things back, not get too hyped up because yeah. there are certain elements of music that will change the whole vibe yeah yeah i mean so Um, we are very wary of that yeah and and yeah because sometimes um when you sing sad songs i'm like for fuck's sake can't we just (laughs) yeah be upbeat and stuff yeah it's all jacked up and shit i get that yeah (laughs) that's true it happens yeah so but we have to make sure that we're true to what the emotion is Yeah, yeah exactly nice um, I had a question from like, Darren and I were talking about this before the podcast um, and we were talking about uh, doing shows and doing gigs and stuff yeah what is uh, each other's pre-ritual 
for 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 doing gigs <laughs> or for for doing recordings and things like that. I just take a piss and I walk around and do warm ups while I wait for him for about forty minutes. <laughs> I do a massive dump. <laughs> he does. <laughs> <laughs> he does. I, uh, I, before this podcast, I did a massive shit. See, <laughs> was. We were setting up, and I'm like, oh, I'll listen to the toilet. and then I was like, um. Is this one of your fears, having to let it all go on stage? Nervous poos. <laughs> I think it might be, though. I think because, like, you know when, if you're playing up there, you get a bit sweaty. And then <laughs> if you do need a little fart out, you don't know if it's going to be wet. Or my little shot <laughs> might come out. So I have to, like... You guys are really getting to know I us. I like to be clear of that <laughs> yes, and making true. sure that I'm fully flushed. <laughs> like so there's nothing. There's you're, no- just, you're just clean. It's just dry just, air. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> No wetness behind it. Well, at least you've been careful. <laughs> That's better than an accident. Be responsible, kids. <laughs> before you, <laughs> especially before like, getting on stage. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh. And to help that process, I have a Red Bull. So that is. <laughs> yeah, I have a Red Bull. So this gets my stomach a bit, you know, agitated. <laughs> it gets me jacked up a little bit, jacked up for the dunny, and then let it loose. And but it works. We have good shows. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. There yeah. you have it, guys. There's the, <laughs> There's the exclusive secrets <laughs> to pre rituals. Really if you want to have a good gig, exclusive. take a Red Bull, sponsor us, uh, <laughs> chuck a shit, and then you'll have a great gig. <laughs> <laughs> we can get Kleenex as one of our um, <laughs> God as one of our sponsors for today. Oh God. <laughs> oh man. Yes. On that note, let's um, thank the Midnight Pool Party. Ooh. Yeah, for being such great guests and actually opening up more than we expected. That was cool, actually. Are we ending on that? Is that our ending? Just me taking a dump? Oh, well, it's going to have to be now. We warned you that we're going to talk shit. That's exactly what was. Was there anything else that you wanted to say in terms of... To your fans or to anyone that's listening, in terms of being an artist that's been around for 15 years, your experiences, anything that you want to wrap up and give advice to the audience and yeah. who wants to be a musician. As cliche as it sounds, you and people say it all the time. Just don't give up. That's all it is. We didn't give up. That's yeah. Sim- it's plain and simple. Like nice. that's all it really is. That's <coughs> what I sum it up to. Nice. Um, I would say. Just put yourself out there. Yeah. You've got nothing to lose. That's right. Everything to gain. Yeah. People That's may true. not like your shit, but fuck them. Yeah, the amount of doors that have been sent. People say all the time, like famous people. Not that we're famous, but when you go through stuff, people will say no to you all the time. Like mm. in like yeah. two, three years ago, there were important people that we needed to say yes that said no to us. Yeah. And you just kind of have to just take it like it's their opinion. It's fine. Someone else likes your shit. So exactly right. Just keep going. It's got to be resilient in yeah. and tenacious in your approach as well. You yeah. really have to... Be, and you have to do the work let's put it that way yeah. if you're just oh, thinking about yeah. it and daydreaming it you're yeah. a fucking idiot no excuses Sorry. either <laughs> we can do full-time <laughs> jobs you have to, you can also do something outside of your full-time job because 100%. yeah that's the only way to do this like if you think about it all the successful people in life were less fortunate than us like we have jobs and stuff we can yeah. pay for stuff they were freaking poor you know all these really big people and they still made it so like to me that's like well i've got no yeah. excuse i wouldn't do this like yeah. you know so Yes. Nice. I like that. Definitely. Yeah. Thanks. For, thank you once again for joining the podcast. No, no worries. Nice. Thanks for really having us. That was actually yeah. really fun. <laughs> um, and we're going to end it with um, the cheat code stash. So this is the um, segment of the podcast where each of us um, give a recommendation of a particular song. 
Oh, and then we okay. put it on our cheat code stash, which is a playlist on Spotify. Oh, okay. So oh. whatever you're jamming lately, or oh, like shit. you know your favorite oh. jam in the oh. early back, or even like a couple of days ago, oh. just have a look into your Spotify. Oh, yeah, we'll yeah. start off with Don because he, he already know. knows what his um, cheat code stash pick is. Yep. So did you want to introduce it? Yeah. So I was um, traveling through um, Bali last week, and um, I came across this uh, particular. Yeah, you can play ah, cool. okay, yeah. Uh, There's a particular uh, producer who's called Eka Gustiwani, Gustiwana. Sorry if I butchered that. Um, a producer from from Indonesia. He released uh, an album called Sounds of Java, and he mixes pop with, um, you know, with with this Balinese sound, or oh, ra- cool. rather, this uh, Indonesian sound. Um, and the song is called. I'm gonna mispronounce this like anything. Mapaes <laughs> Hate. I think, and Raf's gonna play it now. I'm just playing on your thing. Yep. It features um. It features a, a vocalist called Prince Hussein. I think he's also um, Indonesian. But it's got that pop vibe to it. I'm the one who are bouncing you deeply. Tell me the pain that you're going through tonight. And a lot of like Indonesian music has these bell sounds and you can hear them in the background. Yeah. Indonesian producer. Indonesian producer. You can already hear like the Mm. A cool way, it's very like modern. Like yeah. yeah. Wow. Where's the new music came from? Indonesia. Yeah. Oh, good. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that was? That was Eka Gustiwana Mapaes Hate from the Sounds of Java album. Okay, so um, Nats, did you have a pick for the Chico de Stash? Yeah, the the track I did um, last week, but I was away. Um, <laughs> it's called uh, shit. Where is it? Skeletons by Travis Scott. Oh yeah. Do you still have that? From Astro um, World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just came across this. You know, Spotify just like it tells yeah. you like stuff that's related to what you've listened to. It's like oh cool. Like it knows what you like. Okay, and this Wait, is no. Skeletons by Travis Scott. Yeah, it's like um, it's got the, that um. Just play it actually. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good album as well, Astroworlds. I haven't I've only listened to this track, so I haven't dug into the album yet. I haven't dug <laughs> It's a long ass intro, wait, hey, not bad. Maybe we should like have a chat for <laughs> Oh the drops mate. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very old school. Like it's sampling, yeah, it's sampling yeah. like, like an old like school. This, like this era, track. but then he's got auto-tune over it, so it's kind of new school. Sounds like a Tame Impala song. That's a little bit actually. Yeah. It's like an old sample, yeah, but yeah. sort of done up a bit. Yeah. A lot of phases of flanges in the background. Sad synths. Is that sad? <laughs> sad synths. <laughs> 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 
And that was Skeletons by Travis Scott. Yeah. So Darren, did you have a song? Yeah, I do. Um, so this is a song from Cosmos Midnight. Now they're someone we look up to and just their vibe is always really cool. And we were listening to this song earlier because we we're trying to capture, listen to what they do and try and, and sort of capture what they do. with their The songs. vibe, yeah. Yeah, so I'm just going to play it from the very beginning because... Nice. I love this song. Yeah. I saw them out the other week, actually. I think they were in Sydney because we went to see a friend play. And they were walking past the metro because I went to see Gone Vessel. But Young Franco was playing a metro. I think they went to his show, I think. And they're walking down. Famous people. (laughs) Yeah. Their stuff's like totally what we vibe and. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Nice. And that was? Cosmos Midnight, Get to Know You. I forgot to say the title, sorry. Okay, so Ollie, did you have a. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got a song. Um, it's called um, Only You. But it's originally done by Steve Monite, but there's a cover by Thea Phyllis London featuring Tame Impala. And you've probably heard Frank Ocean do a cover of this in yeah, one of his cool live. Too. This is very you. I can hear, I can hear the influence now. I can hear. It's like your demos. <laughs> I like the beachy demos vibe. Out. It's got a beachy vibe to it. It does. Yeah. It could be like a midnight beach party. I like that. And that was? Uh, Only You by Theophilus London, originally by Steve Monite. Nice. Beautiful. All right. I like so it. Let me just quickly. Oh, I had it Excellent. on me right there. Raph, your pick. All right, my pick. All right, so I wanted to stick with the vibe that um, the Midnight Pool Party boys were going. And I was trying to find something close to it. And let me just find it. I lost it. <laughs> I'll edit this part cool out. Part. <laughs> still, still looking. <coughs> sorry. All right, sorry guys. All right, so this song is like the whole Spotify top 100 of your favorite tracks of the year came out. <laughs> so, and this played out of nowhere, and I was like, oh, I remember playing this over and over again in like in the middle of the year, and the song is called. Glitter, um, Glitter by Keys and Crates featuring Ombre Perkins. Okay. Oh, that sounds cool already. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fucking sick. I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. Yeah, that's mad. I'll let it roll out to the chorus because the chorus is my favorite part. Show me your phone. Hold it. Word. He 
If you like the songs that we're playing, you can listen to it on the Cheat Coders Stash playlist. Search for it on Spotify. Oh, I'm supposed to press it. Hey, hey, I like that. I love it. It's so simple, but it's just melodic and it's yeah, just, yeah. Oh, it feels feels good. Those strings in the background are amazing. It's like a nice little sample they got. Yeah, it sounds like Kekinata-ish. It does, yeah. It has that, that feel. Vibe. That behind the beat. And that was Glitter by Keys and Crates featuring Ombre Perkins. Nice. And um, you can oh, you already said it. Um, you can find all these songs um, on our cheat code stash. So follow that. We're trying to get more followers on that um, playlist. Yeah. And yeah. So on that note, we have the midnight pool pool party pa- pool party guys. Obviously, we, we can yeah. find you guys on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But where else can we find midnight pool party um, stuff? Well, it's out on all streaming platforms, but mainly um, Spotify. I suppose most people use and SoundCloud, SoundCloud iTunes, Triple J, just the main ones. But yeah. we also have like Instagram and all that sort of stuff. Just search. Well, just come to our houses. It's fine. Just come say hi. Like collab, collab. So thanks again for um, yeah, joining the podcast. You're yeah, yeah. it was cool. a really good episode. We had um, some great conversations and yeah, yeah. So I didn't really know your backstory. Now I do. I'm pretty sure we most of the people be <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people uh, found out your backstory now. So yeah. thanks again. So is there anything else that you want? Any of you, Nat, um, Nats and Don, do you want to say something before we leave? Nah, man. Um, I'm I'm really no, proud. I, 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 I've known you guys for ages, yeah. and I'm really proud of like you guys have come oh, such a long you. way. And um, yeah, love love hearing. Like, looking forward to hearing more of your stuff yes thank you we're excited yeah, for that too yeah, appreciate it yeah. new single out in February hey dude come on <laughs> on that note this has been another episode of the Cheat Coders